April showers bring Mayflowers, but what do Mayflowers bring? A special offer from the DSR Network. For the month of May, become a member and receive 20% off a monthly or annual membership. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, exclusive bonus content, our evening members-only newsletter, and an invitation to continue the conversation via our members-only Slack community. This offer won't last, so act now. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code MAYFLOWERS, one word, to receive your discount. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code MAYFLOWERS. Thank you for your support. It's May 30th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. The New York Times reports that legislation to raise the government debt ceiling and set federal spending limits begins its obstacle-laden route through Congress on Tuesday with consideration by a crucial panel where it will face its first test as congressional leaders rush to win passage before a default projected in less than a week. The House Rules Committee is typically a rubber stamp for party leaders, but the panel includes some hard-right Republicans, whom Speaker McCarthy added in January to help him win over conservatives during his battle for the speakership. Now that concession could prove problematic, with far-right lawmakers in revolt over the debt limit deal between Mr. McCarthy and President Biden, they have argued that the plan does not cut spending substantially enough and threaten to use their seats on the panel to try to block it from the floor. The committee is scheduled to meet at 3 p.m. to consider the ground rules for bringing the package to a vote as early as Wednesday. According to the BBC, Recep Tayyip Erdogan supporters are celebrating after Turkey's longtime president won Sunday's vote, securing another five years in power. The entire nation of 85 million won, he told cheering crowds outside his enormous palace on the edge of Ankara, but his call for unity sounded hollow as he ridiculed his opponent, Kemal Kilikdaraglu, and took aim at a jailed Kurdish leader and the LGBT community. The opposition leader denounced the most unfair election in recent years. President Erdogan ended with just over 52% of the vote based on near-complete unofficial results. Almost half the electorate in this deeply polarized country did not back his authoritarian vision of Turkey. Ultimately, Mr. Kilik Daraglu was no match for the well-drilled Erdogan campaign, even if he took the president to a runoff second round for the first time since the post was made directly elected in 2014 but he barely dented his rival's first-round lead, falling more than two million votes behind. The president made the most of his victory with an initial speech to supporters atop a bus in Turkey's biggest city, Istanbul, followed after dark by a balcony address from its palace to an adoring crowd that he numbered at 320,000 people. Reuters reports that Ukrainian drones struck Moscow on Tuesday, in what one politician called the worst attack on the capital since World War II, while Kyiv was also hit by air for the third time in 24 hours. Tuesday's early morning raid targeted some of Moscow's wealthiest areas, 
including a western zone where Putin and the elite have residences. Two people were injured, while some Russians in two lightly damaged apartment blocks were briefly evacuated, according to Moscow's mayor. Russia's defense ministry said eight drones sent by Kyiv were shot down or diverted, though Baza, a telegram channel with links to the security services, said more than 25 were involved. Since Russia sent troops into its neighbor in February last year, the war has largely been fought inside Ukraine, though Moscow has reported some attacks on its territory and said one was an assassination attempt against President Vladimir Putin. Elsewhere, according to Politico, Spanish Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez on Monday said he would dissolve Parliament and call for a snap election for July 23rd, a day after conservatives and the far right posted strong gains in regional and municipal polls. Spain was due to hold general elections by the end of the year, but the socialist leader announced his decision to move up the date following Sunday's local polls, which saw his party suffer heavy losses across the country. The decision to call an early general election is a bold one for Sanchez, who is wrapping up his fourth term at the helm of the first coalition government in the country's history. Spanish law dictates that the vote must be held 54 days after the dissolution of the country's parliament, meaning there's a very short time frame for the prime minister to reverse his current political misfortunes and seduce demotivated leftists and disenchanted moderate voters. By calling snap elections, Sanchez is hoping to seize upon those concerns and argue that voting for the popular party opens the door to a far-right governing coalition at the national level in Spain, an outcome that's unlikely to sit well with centrists. Al Jazeera reports that an Iranian journalist has gone on trial behind closed doors on charges linked to her coverage of the funeral of a Kurdish-Iranian woman whose death in custody last year triggered months of unrest, her lawyer told ILNA News Agency. The death of 22-year-old Masa Amini, while in the custody of the morality police for allegedly violating Iran's Islamic dress code, unleashed a wave of mass protests across the country for months, marking the biggest challenge to Iran's clerical leaders in decades. The journalist, a reporter for the pro-reform Hamahan newspaper who was on trial on Monday in Tehran, and another journalist of the Shark newspaper have been accused of colluding with hostile powers for their coverage of Amini's death. The charge potentially carries the death penalty under Iranian law. Iran's intelligence ministry released a joint statement in October accusing the two of being CIA foreign agents. According to the AP, Uganda's president has signed into law anti-gay legislation supported by many in this East African country but widely condemned by rights activists and others abroad. The version of the bill signed by President Yoweri Museveni doesn't criminalize those who identify as LGBTQ, a key concern for some rights campaigners who condemned an earlier draft of the legislation as an egregious attack on human rights. But the new law still prescribes the death penalty for aggravated homosexuality which is defined as cases of sexual relations involving people infected with HIV, as well as with minors and other categories of vulnerable people. 
a suspect convicted of attempted aggravated homosexuality, can be imprisoned for up to 14 years, according to the legislation. In lighter news from the UPI, a high school graduation ceremony in the Chicago suburbs drew attention for an unusual distinction. It included 12 sets of twins and one set of triplets. Vernon Hills High School, which held its graduation ceremony last Thursday, featured 13 sets of multiples among its graduates. The sets of multiples account for about 8% of the senior class who graduated Thursday. Another Illinois school, New Trier High School in Winnetka, earned two Guinness World Records in 2017 when the record-keeping organization verified that the school's sophomore class contained 45 sets of twins and one set of triplets. The school was awarded the records for most twins in the same academic year at one school and most multiples in the same academic year at one school. If you have a strange but true story you'd like to share, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. The story should come from a reputable news source and be verifiable. If we use the story, we'll include a shout-out to the person who sent it. That's all the news I have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.